I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to the Wise Men Say Podcast, the preview show. We're back into the swing of preview pods now. We're going to be previewing as well as reacting throughout the season. I'm Roy Fallow, joined by my fellow previewer and reactor, Matthew Keelan. Evening. A nuclear reactor, maybe you could say, Matthew. You could say. I mean, if you want. I know. I agree, actually. We'll save them for now. We'll get there as the pod goes on. And we are joined as well by Richard Easterbrook, producer Rick on the mic. I know. I know, this is weird. It's weird being on the other side of the, the, the microphone for once, but hello, Rory. Yeah. Peeking out from behind the scenes. It's lovely. Hi, Rick. Lovely to see you. Lovely to, well, the listeners can't see you. We can see you on the, on the Google Hangouts call, of course. Um, quite a bit to get through as well, lads. Like, no better place to start than the fact that we scored eight goals during the week. Well, I know eight goals. Um, well, I, it it would be the game that I just chose not to watch. I watched yeah. that England game instead. Of course, I did. <laughs> well, of course, I did. Like I watched the world's worst England team play. Um, some just some men from the Denmark. world's worst thing. The turnaround on Gareth Southgate that the nation's doing right now, Matthew, is kind of following your. Maybe everyone's been listening to us, <laughs> like our, our, our podcasts, because everyone's writing them off now, aren't they? Well, yeah, get them out. I yeah, like I, I just agree. Like, just touching on this, right? He's it's really impressive. He's made that team so boring. Get him out. He is kind of a just a man, isn't he, Richard? Well, he is of, just the, a man. Of the football world, Gareth Southgate, isn't he? Yeah, they should um, they should sack him and get Arsene Wenger as England manager. That's my that's Ooh. my hot take. Spicy. I wouldn't mind that. Arsene, like quite stylish man as well for a man of advancing years as well. Oh yeah, no no. Mm. So yeah, that's my. Um, I'll I'll go now. That yeah. was my. <laughs> See uh, you later, <laughs> me, me and Richard will take over from here. <laughs> They should get Eddie Howe in, and then England can get relegated. <laughs> England can qualify for the World Cup by breaching financial fair play, and everyone can yeah, say how oh, it's a fairy tale. And then yeah. it can spend fifteen million on Jordan Ibe <laughs> <laughs> on various crap Liverpool young players. Yeah, Dominic Solanke, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then one, one sell goal. sell someone good to Newcastle. Unfortunately, but forget oh, about Newcastle. God. We scored eight goals. We don't care if it was against a bunch of children, do we, lads? Like no. Eight goals against. I mean, anyone as, as, cave, as caveats go, it's it's a pretty big one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm up for eight one wins as as much as the next man, but it did seem like from the first minute it seemed a bit short of being a contest. Mm. Um, well, I mean, that's their own fault, really, for entering the competition. Oh, totally. I mean, for one, they didn't jump for headers, which <laughs> you know, 
rest in peace, <laughs> Jeff Astle. But I mean, you can still head the ball now. I know, I know, kids don't head the ball anymore. But Jesus, <laughs> this like, it was ridiculous. Like when when you're saying when you're saying like our shorter players beat their very tall players for for like for to a header. You got to know something's wrong. But anyway, that that. I mean, I don't know what they learned from the from this game at all, Aston Villa. But um, I'm sure they learned a you lot. Do about wonder, the, service, don't you? the services maybe on the A1, perhaps. So. <laughs> you do, you do, you do wonder. Well, like, what what the well, like at certain points, what the under twenty under twenty ones are gaining from this. Like Leeds being humped seven 0 of Akron. Totally. Like that's not like really. Like what's that doing for? It's basically well, it's proud if our twenty ones. It's just like every week, isn't it? But yeah. well, like, the, what the, is it doing for them? The Leeds... How are they developing? The Leeds thing was down to the fact that they couldn't break one of the like the bubbles, so they couldn't right. have any first team players because that would break the first team bubble. So one right. of one of the team's families have... had to play, like yeah, yeah. yeah. five year old nieces yeah. and stuff. So they just T- yeah. turned out they could only have like yeah yeah two families in a, in a squad of fifteen. <laughs> this is like someone's <laughs> nana playing at left back. Great, <laughs> <laughs> but you know confidence with the strikers in there. White getting two. Um, Graham, Danny Graham as well. Like quelling the early nerves as well. That was nice to Goal see. And well, O'Brien was... as well getting on the score sheet. Like we'll probably get into this later in the pod, but there's some selection headaches in there for Parkinson, I think, especially with Scowan making a couple of goals and getting on the score sheet himself. Um yeah. but it's 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 gonna boost confidence, isn't it, Matthew? Well, Regardless of who it's yeah. against. I think um like you look at that, Danny it's just touched on Graham there. He must have been desperate to come on. Mm. Because he must have thought I could I'm definitely I'm going to score against these. Like I am going to score against this team, and like after you know taking what twenty six games or something to score for us last time, he must have been thinking like this really could. I know it's against some children from the Midlands, but this could really, <laughs> this could really like kickstart like like a goal is is a goal. It still counts. It goes down as a like a professional goal for him, and absolutely it, he he must have been desperate to get on the pitch, and yeah. I think like. That goes for probably O'Brien as well. Yeah, and obviously, as well. Graham and O'Brien as well, two tidy finishers, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a nice goal, yeah. Graham's. And, and uh, O'Brien's as well. And like, even like, I mean, scouring there, you got a hat trick of assists. Like, remember yeah. when we went like a thousand years without scoring from a corner? Yeah, yeah. Well, those corners and, as well, they're good against anyone uh, as well. Yeah, yeah I mean, they were, they were, I mean, they were uncontested, but they were good balls into the box. Like they were, they were, oh, they were. Right, right in the mixer. They were right in the as the second six yard boxes, as you call them. But there, you know, you, I, I usually do. I used to like kind of back Grant Ledbetter as being like the best dead ball specialist, and he he didn't take a he didn't take a corner at all on Tuesday, and we did we didn't miss it. Yeah. So then I, I didn't realize Scowen had that in his, in his locker. So well, I, so, I don't, I don't know anything good. about Scowen really. To no, be honest, no. like, I, mean, I didn't know didn't know what he had in his locker at all. No, well, he, I didn't even know he had a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe he didn't actually have a lot yet. He'd been here for such a short amount of time before, obviously, the pandemic kicked in. He didn't even get a locker at the academy. He didn't <laughs> yeah. even get to like take his stuff out in a black bin bag like we saw. Um, <laughs> we see Johnny Williams doing the first season of Sutherland till I die. But like, I guess that confirms the sort of thing about like obviously we signed Scout originally in January, but it is totally like. Uh, to use the cliche, a new signing, like coming in because we barely saw any of anything of him. We just mentioned that we didn't like know what he had in his locker, and we especially didn't know about those corners. So, 
kind of it's, it's one game and it's against a bunch of kids, but it does kind of alleviate maybe some of those central midfield issues that we touched on on uh, last Thursday's pod, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, he, he he was a bit of an well, he was an unknown quantity when he signed, and he, he probably didn't even play half a dozen games, did he? Um, but I think the the midfield. I, did, I obviously didn't see the game, but it it maybe I don't know where he plays. Did he sit? Did he did he push forward? Or was Power the one pushing forward? They didn't didn't need to sit. Really? <laughs> there, there was very little. Very little pressure to to take take hold of. So it was uh, yeah, one of those standy, so, one of those standy up midfields. Well, yeah. So I, I guess I guess then it it could be another option in in both in both because obviously you've got Dobson seems to be the ones who was sitting against Hull, where Power was was more pushing more forward, um, and people are saying that the midfield isn't creative enough. Well, there's three assists for you, so. Hopefully that's a sign of things to come from the rat, as I believe he likes to be called. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Roland Rat. <laughs> in, in, not in midfield, fullback. If anything, for Roland, fullback. Yeah, I would yeah. say, or oh, maybe a striker like the smaller <laughs> and your big man, little like man, Joe. Paul Pesky Salido. Yes, Paul. The I'm trying to think of a rat pun to put in that. You you think of one, Matt? While I fill. Well, we touched there on on. You know, is it alleviating those pressures for needing another midfielder? Parkinson's been speaking to the media today. I don't know if Parkinson does his press conferences because I just like sort of like read it after, like on Twitter or on like the Echo or the Chronicles website, or whatever. Does he get the treatment like someone like Mikel Arteta does, where they essentially have a Zoom background with all the sponsors on? Or are we too like, are we essentially too tin pot for that now? Does anyone actually know? Well, I'm not going to know I, that. Am I? Yeah, I have, I have, I have no idea. I'd like to think. Come on, Rick, you're the former journalist. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's it, former. You know, I'm. Uh, you're not I'm, keeping up with the industry anymore. Leave, leave he's that hung the, you, the he's two young shirt up. now. <laughs> he has his hung his journal shirt up. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> maybe young, like young man's Park, game now. Parkinson, he's just like maybe in a badly, <laughs> badly lit rooms, like kind of like we are, like a shit webcam as <laughs> but, well. Like that's the league one way, isn't it? For your for your presses, that, well, and that's the league one way. <laughs> Although I guess he could go, he could sit in the training ground now, couldn't he? And do it and sit in front of the like the board there, like yeah. Or are they doing social sit in front of the board? Oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a board at the minute. We don't have a bloody chairman. Can <laughs> of take that anyway? Chairman just, yeah. I've just got it up now, and he does have a board behind him. Um, Is it a virtual but- board? It doesn't look virtual. It looks like he's in the media room. Oh, okay. He's oh, got okay. his own. Yeah, he's um, got his own at all. took one home. From every club that he's had. You know, like when you see players and they've got like collections of shirts that they've like swapped from like various. <laughs> like Robin Van Persie, I always picture as having a really impressive. I must have saw yeah. that in like a magazine once. Um, I'm like maybe Phil Parkinson takes those boards from every club that he's managed so he's got some nice Macron ones from Bolton for example oh, some great. nice that car dealership that always seemed to sponsor Bradford he's got a nice one from there as well maybe I don't know I couldn't confirm but he was speaking in his press conference about the fact that we're a player or two short so you would think that potentially midfielder but we we spoke about this last Thursday we're still looking quite light in terms of depth in the in the fullback positions aren't mm. we Especially left back, there's only really Denver Hume there right now. Yeah, did, um, did Hume play on Tuesday? Um, 
It's really terrible from us. I'm just trying to think of yeah. like the other options. I can't remember seeing him. At left back, obviously we've got Flanagan there. Yeah, well, Flanagan can cover both well, both sides. Yeah, primarily. Oh, did Jack Diamond not play there? Actually, yes, Maybe. I think Diamond did start. Did he I think? Let's, right, just, well, let's just see. He did let's just see? He did. But I mean, that's kind of an untested option, isn't it? If you're going to be going down that route for a, a fullback, it's to not be yeah. playing in the league games. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. We were linked with that Garbit. Is he still around, or has he gone somewhere else? Um, I don't know if you mentioned last time I checked. I don't know if you mentioned Garbit by name. He did mention the Argentinian forward that we've been linked with. Um, the young lad whose name is totally escaped me. This is this is great. We can't remember who played left back. This is very on brand. Yeah, <laughs> it is. We've like we've really like picked up from where we usually tend to leave off. Um, we did mention him by name, but said there wasn't really much um, development on that front. Um, Badjamic, I believe it's called. There, I've just found B. I think I've pronounced that right. Badjamic, Badjamic. Um, he said there's been no further progress <laughs> on that, but there are other situations we're looking at in terms of adding to the squad. There's some journal and fire of looking that up. Nice, um, that. Yeah, well, good, you, you, have, but you, haven't put, you haven't put your shirt on, though, so it doesn't count. Well, I had one, have a journal shirt, Matthew, as well, <laughs> as well, you know. Probably have some shirts that substitute for a journal shirt, but not on an official branded sort of stone cutters style not like the, the traditional brown yeah, oh god I'm thousands <laughs> away from getting one of those come on that's a pipe dream um, but yeah the, the kind of acknowledgement that Parkinson is obviously looking at him um, but he's mainly meant he also mentioned um, McGeady today um, that he, he said he wants him gone and he wants to give young players a chance wow. Um I don't know, Feeland, I've got, I've got quite mixed feelings about that personally. Matthew, Richard, mm. any strong feelings either way on, on McGeady leaving? I've just got like, I, look, I get it, I, I get that manager wants to, like it's his squad at the end of the day and he, he can do what he wants really, but I don't know, I, there's something, especially when we're light on numbers and it's Aiden, it's Aiden McGeady, it's not just a man, is it? Like, no. he is, ta- and it, I read something the other day. He was willing to put his differences aside. Is that a, is that a thing that was yeah, true? I, or was that. It just I, I don't a, know if it was true, but I saw yeah, that as well. I've seen that he hasn't sh- shut the door on on playing again for us. But it looks um, like Parkinson has. Yeah, <laughs> Parkinson. <So, laughs> McGeady's having to climb in through the window now. By the sounds, yeah, McGeady's <laughs> currently climbing up the drain pipe to get inside <laughs> Phil Parkinson's house. <laughs> but Phil, but at the same time, if we're, if we're playing a back three with two up front. Does McGeady necessarily fit in? Does, so does it make sense for to move a high earner off the wage bill to bring in someone who fits this a system as well? Which let's not forget, earlier in the year we were getting you know we were getting results out of. Well, Rory, that's all very well, <laughs> but, but what if no? But what if no one takes McGeady? Well, oh, that's that's the problem. But come then on, he's just sitting will. there collecting dust. Collecting yeah. dust, a dusty McGee. Like Rick's oh, journal McGee's shirt. <laughs> 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 Maybe Rick's passed on his journal shirts to, to young you young up and coming journals. I think it's in a vacuum bag. Um <laughs> somewhere 
somewhere in the house. Is it not um, in? A, is it not in a break glass case? In case of in case of journal. In case of breaking news, break glass. Get your yeah. journal shirt on in case I don't know. There's a there's a fire at JPI or of Trinity Mirror. Run into the car. Run into the car. Putting his journal on. Getting oh, the dress. buttons wrong and everything. Oh no! Oh. Driving to the driving to the fight and I'm I'm live at the scene. Fantastic! There you go, Rick. Put it. You, oh, like frame it, frame like like again, like footballers do when they get like yeah, yeah get it signed. We'd all sign it for you. Yeah, Some old old journal, like a hat trick ball when a player scores. Yeah. They get everyone else to sign it. When you get when you get your third front page co- front cover. <laughs> Fantastic! Um, I can't remember what we were talking about. Before. Uh, we were talking about Ian McGeady. Oh yeah, we were talking about Ian McGeady, weren't we? Um, you you are correct though, Matthew. It is Aidan McGeady. He is the most talented, regardless of his age, and he is the most talented player. And he's yeah. Even if you've got him on the bench, like ugh, I, yeah, but... I do, I do, yeah. The one thing I will say to sort of caveat myself really is that we did seem to get the most out of Maguire while McGeady wasn't in and around. Um, so whether them two just had a tendency for like digging around and not really doing any, like when you're not really doing any work because your best mates in the same <laughs> class, whether it was like something to do with that, so the mate sit next to a lass instead. Yeah, so yeah, I go and like so uh, Maguire had to go and do his training with all nine, <laughs> sit next to the SWAT. Um, so I don't know if that was like coincidental or if it was something to do with maybe. Um, McGeady being out of the picture and just let them like sort of only having the one big personality, I guess. In the in the yeah, but you don't want him to come back and play 10 minutes here or there and disrupt the entire dressing room, I guess. Yeah, it's not worth it for the sake of that, is it, yeah. Richard? And and Maguire think, seems to does seem to thrive being the main man himself, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He does. I think with McGeady, I think it's just too, too gone now, too far gone. Um, it's obvious that that Parkinson's not wanting to resolve whatever differences they have. I, d- I, d- I didn't know exactly what had happened. I know there was there was talk which uh, which uh, which McGeady's since um, refuted on on Instagram of of the being some kind of like bullying of the younger players or you know it was it was a bit of a disruptive influence around the dressing room. <clears throat> um, so I think I think that that situation's gone. I, I mean, the fact he's still in the wage rule, uh, the payroll is still. An issue uh, that, that obviously that doesn't count towards the, the no. Salary I don't. Cap I don't think it would count towards salary cap because yeah. being already there. I think let's just say right. yes, Richard. Let's just say okay. we just go with things go on, with on the preview part. Yeah. This is what we do. Yeah, <laughs> you'll have to get used to this, Rick. Yeah, it's fine. Speak now and be corrected later, and then just go. Well, absolutely, fine. absolutely. We're in a post-fact world. It's it's absolutely yeah. I mean, yeah, couldn't have came, that couldn't have came along at a better time for us, really. But yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> yeah, well, right with yeah. Maguire. Maguire's a, you know, he needs. You can't have too many players on the pitch that need to be indulged um, in League One um, or in any league, really. Um, and I think if you've got both Maguire and McGeady in the team at the same time, um, it creates a little bit of an imbalance. Um, so just by by virtue of that, Maguire in by himself. Um, and you can indulge him a bit, you know, if he if he's not one to do his tracking back or he's one to kind of, you know, shoot where he should be passing or, or put up or you know, trying something spectacular. Uh you know with Maguire that that it'll it'll come off maybe, you know, 
four out of four out of ten times, which is which mm. is good enough. Ra- it's a good enough ratio for for a League One player. Yeah, absolutely. And again, with the the system that we're playing as well, I think we've seen McGeady try more under under Jack Ross try to play him as a number ten. Not not very often, but now and again and. He doesn't really work there, does he? he? He likes picking up the ball wide and coming inside from there. Whereas Maguire is just perfect yeah. through the middle as well. Yeah, yeah I mean, Maguire is more like versatile as well. He's also younger as well. Like yes, McGee, true. McGee's thirty-five now, I think. Um, I know Danny Graham is, but he, he's been brought in to do a completely different job that yeah. McGee would be doing. Um, so yeah, I think if if Parkinson wants to, you know. Um, to to not bring him back into the fold, then he's well within his rights to do that. I guess it's a shame because you know he, he was brilliant in the first season in League One, um, and he obviously didn't buy into the fact really that oh he didn't care and all that. I think it's just like his persona generally. I, like I think it, he's yeah. just I think yeah. it's just like that. And he even, played through injury as well, didn't he? Like, yeah, I think yes. that's forgotten really that he basically <laughs> like he shouldn't have been playing. Um. And he's probably done himself no favours, really, playing with that injury at his age. Um, no. So, but I, I think if, if Partinson doesn't want to, doesn't want him in the squad, and he feels it's for the best, then you've got to, you've got to go with a manager, really. Um, it, it, I think I agree with Richard in that he's not going to play for us again. It, it's, it's very much like the Nicky Summerby situation. I feel now under Peter Reid, where like he was just never going to play for the club again, and, and Johnston similarly. Yeah, um, Johnston. I would like to emphasize. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the not the other one. That, that sounds like neither are going to play for us again. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. With with the current ownership, let's let's not rule yeah, anything out. On on yeah, let's move on for that from that and go to a little break. When we come back, we are going to preview the game and look at the opposition, Bristol Rovers. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. I'm Kevin Kyle, and you're listening to the Wise Men Say podcast. Welcome back to the preview pod. Before we look ahead to Saturday's opening league fixture against Bristol Rovers, just to remind you to a reminder. I'm, I could, got mixed up between me reminders and reminders to go to from the terraces.co.uk. Get yourself kitted out for the new season and use the discount code WMS10 to get yourself 10% off. And while you're getting dressed and you're from the terraces gear, Matthew. I also hear they've got a nice podcast you can listen to as well. <laughs> well, so I hear. I don't know who's presenting that. 
Oh God, I dread to think. I dread to think. But I, hate I wouldn't to do like this, eh? Oh, no, no, absolutely not. But despite that, I hear it's a, a wonderful yet unpredictable listen. <clears throat> um, well, I say it's unpredictable. Apparently, it's going to be a prediction special being recorded oh. tomorrow evening. That, well, that's what I heard. Um, I think uh, rumours of them predicting all four leagues. All four leagues, yeah. Like, um, I've been, so, tr- yeah. been trying to do a bit of prep for predicting all four leagues, and you realise it's a bit of a mammoth task, actually. So I know, yeah. So Le- like League my... two might end up getting like brushed aside a little bit with a very quick <clears throat> section. That might be a bit yeah. lopsided. Predicting, predicting what, though? Like predicting what? everything from like one to twenty four. No, 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 we're just gonna do like. We're just gonna do like winners, relegation, and then like important places. Yeah, write offs, oh, yeah. that kind of thing. If you listen to the From a Terrace's podcast, you'll know that we like to write. So, which you off. should definitely do. Because, definitely um, shows on all your on your all your preferred podcast platforms. The from the terraces podcast, and you can follow our Twitter account as well at terraces podcast, and of course the from the terraces uh, regular Twitter account is at from underscore terraces. Have I got that correct from memory? Yes, I have. I've got it. Yes, written you down have. There. Come Brilliant. follow us. We need more followers. I mean, come follow them. Whoever. Whoever presents that podcast, yeah, follow just, them. Just, just follow, just follow everyone. It's nice. <laughs> follow Friday. Hashtag FM. It's 2010. Um, but as well, go to fromtheterrace.co.uk. Get some lovely clothes. Get a jumper. Get some shorts. You can, you know, all weathers. You can get yourself out for and use the discount code WMS10. Right, lads. We've got league football very much. On the horizon, Bristol Rovers at home. Just another reminder that we're in League that we're in League One. No fans in the ground. How are the oh excitement? Boy. How are the excitement levels? How? how come on! I, I'm, um. I, I can't <laughs> wait, me. Like, I'm genuinely really excited. There's like, it's football feels like it's back because we're playing Bristol Rovers in front of just some stu- well, not even stewards. In front of Frankie, just, to be fair, just some just some masks <laughs> on Saturday. There's loads loads to bet on. Very true. Well. Very true. Good show. Um, and there's like thousands of games on the telly, so I'm really excited for it. Rick, does this make you miss the journal, the old journal, in a little bit? Because of course that would get you into the game if you yeah still had your your yeah, journal shirt and your journal I mask. I try to see if the press card works, but probably probably won't. Do you reckon? I don't know. Classic, uh, probably class got, like, if you get in. Oh, it'd be so funny. <laughs> just just sending selfies. Get kicked out at half time. <laughs> get arrested. <laughs> get arrested. Watching <laughs> Sunderland versus Bristol Rovers <laughs> in League One. Now, it'd be funny right, if the game gets called up. Funny if you did it for like one of the Czechetry or the, the EFL trophy games, actually. That would be funnier. If you did it like on Tuesday <laughs> night to watch us play Villa under 21s. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Banned from the ground forever. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> football um, banning order. I am missing the football though. I'm I'm missing like everything around it. It's not just you know the two the two hours when you're in the stadium. It's it's everything around it. It's the it's the drink. It's it's uh, you know the, the meeting up afterwards. It's just walking to the stadium is is something in itself. You know, a bit of anticipation, but it's it's not the same. I think we're going through what a lot of you know Premier League and Championship clubs have have already kind of gone through and processed, and we're still mm. kind of. We're still coming to terms with it because you know this is only going to be our what third behind closed doors game yeah. um, of any of any significance. So 
So yeah, I feel that we're kind of like we're having to work through it when everyone else is just like, oh yeah, that was like that was so March, April, May lockdown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they, uh, it's like we're watching Tiger King for the first yeah, time. Yeah, we're doing Zoom yeah. quizzes. <laughs> yeah, we're taking, hey, we've got well, a great idea. Should we do a quiz? <laughs> <laughs> there are no questions left. They, um, they, we've tried to keep obviously some of the atmosphere, like not atmosphere, but like match the thing going by. We've we've watched a couple of. Of matches out haven't we but it's like i miss like the match day routine more than anything i think yeah. um and i think obviously well whenever that comes back that's going to be the thing that i almost look forward to more than actually going into the ground which sounds really strange like the, the ground like the games often like is the constant is like the the thing that's like you know that just happens whereas like the the beers before, like with family and that, and then you go out and have thousands after the game. They're like what I've yeah. really missed. Obviously, you can do that now. You, you can go out for a drink and whatever, but it's just, it's not the same. And it's like I am missing the whole sort of just the like the it's your weekend, isn't it? Like it's your full yeah. like your full match day experience. I miss Bovril. You can get Bovril still. No, fair. but it's not the same. No, you need to be outside in they the cold. They need to be outside in the cold on a Tuesday night watching us draw it home to Burton. I mean, you could kind of do that. You could stand outside and watch the match on, like, I could come and stand outside yours. You could, yeah. Yeah, just sign on the Wi-Fi. It's fine. And could with do. the Bovril. I'll make you... Uh, do you know what? I'll make you the Bovril as well. Oh, that'd be lovely, This could that. be some good content for the podcast, actually. Let's, uh, let's discuss, yeah, we'll do let's that, discuss yeah, we'll that do. later. Um, but it is Bristol Rovers as well, who kind of... Um, were our, they were our last game as well before the yeah. pandemic. Oh, that's um, quite when we nice. played them away from home. We had a sad time watching that, didn't we, Matthew? Yeah, uh, we did. In, in yeah. a pub. Um, 14th, they ended up finishing on the weird sort of um, weighted or unweighted league table. Um, lost Clark Harris as well, as you mentioned on the pod last week. Well, um, they don't find him by Saturday. <laughs> I know, well, but I tell you, they've found Jack Baldwin. He's, oh, a, yeah. he's, a, uh, he's a Bristol Rovers, the gas as their nickname now, making mm. a making a return. Hopefully he can find himself out of position but not recover with a really nice mm. tackle on one of our strikers. Trying really ambitious diagonal balls that don't come off. Oh him and him and Tom Flanagan doing them to each other. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they have they have signed that. a replacement for um for for your man, Clark Harris. Who? Who? Just they've man. signed they've signed Brandon Hanlon from Gilling, uh, Gillingham, Gillingham, Gillingham from Gillingham <laughs> from from the Gills. <laughs> <laughs> um, he scored sixteen goals in eighty four games during a two year spell with with the, with the Gills. Oh, he sounds like a striker weed boy. Yeah, he does mm. actually. Um, very much sounds very much like just a man though. Like um, great when he's a bit sco- of fume. There's a bit of fume from Gillingham as well because um, uh, what's his name? Steve Evans is the boss there, and he's he's intimated that it's been done kind of uh, behind his back. Oh. He only found out about it like an hour after he'd, an hour well, after, after an hour happened. after he'd finally turned round. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Steve, Steve, get to your office quickly. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, I've just had a, I've just had a roast, but I'll be there in an hour. Falls asleep halfway to his office as well. <laughs> You can imagine Steve Evans falling asleep during a press conference, can't you? During a match. He's just a man you just can imagine. Call. He's a man you can generally imagine sleeping. Do you know what I mean? But sitting yeah, he up. he sleeps, sleeps in really lots. 
uncomfortable positions. Like I bet he can. Yeah. I bet he like he's got no bother sleeping on it on a plane or on the way back oh, from a long no. away game. Oh, he's not. Sorry, I've just nodded off there. And he's been asleep. <laughs> Yeah, that would be it as well. Glasses on. In the his Zoom head. call with him, and he's just slumped. <laughs> yeah, think, you think the camera's frozen? Else, Steve, you're right. He's just frozen. Else, Steve, you're right. He's just falling asleep again. I, I, I was sorry. I, I was just, I just, just rest my eyes. Like, <laughs> did I miss out? Uh, well, it's seventy-three minutes into the game now, Steve. With four 0 down, <laughs> no, wait, they've made no change. The keeper's been sent off, and they've made no change. <laughs> Just, you, Steve Evans Steve, wakes, up, he wakes up in goal. Oh, this is like a nightmare. I keep having. Well, to be fair, oh, suck days. Yeah. I tell you, might as well be. Might as well be asleep. Bristol Rovers, cost. Looking at their pre-season form and the two games in the cup, they've been canny shite so far. They drew two-two with Walsall in the EFL Cup and even lost the meaningless penalty shootout for that precious extra point. Um, they lost 3-0 Ipswich in the Carabao. They've also lost to Cardiff and Forest Green in pre-season and drew with Newport. So that's... And our friendlies don't mean much, etc. All about fitness, blah, blah, blah. But when you're losing to Forest Green and you can't beat Newport and then that's well, your, your well, two results in cup fixtures. Well, Walsall are in League 2 yeah. as well. You only draw 2-2 two, two with them, like... They're not exactly coming into this rare and to go, it seems, is it? No. I mean, no. It, it, well, the, it, Bristol Rovers generally, like, they're just a team, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and they Funny stadium. Yeah, with a, like, bits of different kinds of sporting stadiums for yeah. their stadium. Great, to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, we shouldn't have anything to worry about here. It's good for he them, says, though, because they can, they can <laughs> just fold them all down because they've got no fans. They can just pack pack those stands away until they need them. <laughs> in a garage like, somewhere. Yeah, it's like putting like a tent into a roof box. It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, just comes like that stand down, lads. November, November comes around. Uh, where did you put the stands? Oh, no. <laughs> Lost the keys. <laughs> Lost the keys to the <laughs> lock-up. That they put their yeah, stands in. it to me, mate, in Newport. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and if we didn't beat them, we couldn't get the stand back. Why is it? I don't know why all these people's Campbelled, accents Campbell the stands away. <laughs> <laughs> Great, um, but with the Bristol Rovers as well. Who will they be lining up against? What team is Phil Parkinson going to put out for me? For Clive, for me, Clive. <laughs> I wouldn't deviate too much from the team that we saw against Hull. I think Scowen has to start in place of Dobson. Powers being named captain, so you presume Powers gonna um, is gonna retain a starting place, but. Defence, I think back three has to be right. Willis Flanagan, doesn't it, lads? Yeah, I would agree, yeah, agree with that. Yeah. And then Scowan and Power. Are we a lot of agreement going on so far? We agree with that. Agree, as well? strong strongly agree. Oh, strongly agree. Human or nine for fullbacks as well, how about that? Uh, well yeah. yeah. Well we I agree to an extent. Oh, an extent. What's your extent, Richard? Well, I don't I don't agree with you too much because if you say something like ridiculous in two minutes' time, but I've like I've hitched my wagon to that, haven't yeah, I? Yeah, so. you're, you're on a roll with your agrees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so it's a bit too controversial. Um, exactly. in goal as well, I think. Um, you know, yeah. him for the whole game. Matthews for the um, the EFL trophy game kind of indicates that it's Burge mainly with the number one for now, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. you mean, you'd, you know, I mean, you'd think so. He's also been given the number one shirt. So. Oh, yes, of course. Well, that would indicate it then, wouldn't it? Good yeah. and proper. So, uh, but yeah. in modern football, Matthew, that doesn't mean... No, I know, I know, I, I know, I know. But I think moving him... I think 
he probably would have just kept his old number. Mm, yeah, if, if he wasn't going to be just a number. I, I just I don't like that the reserve goalkeeper isn't number thirteen though. I do. He just should be. What number is Matthews? Yeah. Well, he'd be like number something because all nine's thirteen, isn't he? I think number 12's all right for the reserve keeper, though, as well as 13. He's not number 12, I don't think. I think he's number, like, 20-something. I don't mm. know. I don't care anyway. Yeah, it has to be 12, 13, 15 as well. I can, I can, I can live with that. But anyway, that we'll save that for the squad numbers special that we do in oh. the future. Um, yeah. And then, I'll, obviously, probably have Maguire in there sort of operating with a little bit of freedom. But I think up front, he's got a bit of a selection headache, though, doesn't he, lads? After the, you know, the goals from Wyke, Graham and O'Brien in midweek. I think yeah. he has to persevere with Grigg up front in one of those but then do we go with White alongside Greg or O'Brien Graham's probably not going to be ready to start Graham has nah. been brought on has been brought in to come off the bench but what are we thinking White or O'Brien alongside Will Greg I wouldn't be well I I I think he'll definitely start Greg I would definitely play Greg um I I wouldn't be surprised to see I think O'Brien will play I, I, I know White scored two goals but I think he'd go with the two strikers he played against Hull. Yeah, we've That's seen Wake and Wake and Greg before, and it hasn't been sensational. Um, no, but yeah, neither player's been particularly see, sensational. <laughs> no, I just I just hope hope he perseveres with Greg and just gives him a run. Um, yeah, so, yeah, um, Greg. Really I think a lot last week. A lot of what we've been, a lot of what the kind of preseason stuff has been along the lines of like we really want Greg. We really want Greg to do well, not just because he's such an expensive asset. People want him to do well. They don't. They're not completely writing him off. But because um, I think we know what he has done before. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if he gets a run of games and he gets a run of goals, like I think, like, it, like the the club podcast, like Power was saying, like he obviously won the league with him twice at Wigan, and like he must know, he must be desperate for him to like, to like, yeah. have a have a run of form. Because he'll yeah. know what he can do, yeah. And like, it must yeah. be like weird for power as well, like no, like knowing what he's done before and thinking like, this is really strange. Like, what? It just hasn't happened, has it? And he, he just he has no luck, Greg. Like, well, last week, yeah. Like he's just like, he must just like things just happen. He's oh for fuck's sake, like, <laughs> like the goals he got disallowed, and then of course he was going to miss the penalty. Like, <laughs> like yeah, just I know. But I, I would, I've, I've definitely. You've definitely got to play him. Yeah, you've you've just yeah. got to give him that run of games if you want to keep his confidence, haven't you? Like, say it to him. Unless you get injured, you've got like ten games. Like, yeah, I, I, and like, I, change, look, like change a few opinions that people have probably got him as well. Like, people written him off and like saying that he's a terrible, you know, terrible striker. He isn't. Yeah. No, like, absolutely, isn't. Absolutely like, not. The thing that makes us think he might go with Charlie White, though, is he did say in his press conference at Parkinson today, going from Tuesday to Saturday, it's a case of looking at everyone physically and making sure we pick the 11 capable of going full out. So it's just the fact that he's mentioned, like, mm. I know he's probably talking more fitness-wise there, but is that not a hint that he thinks that White might be better for this kind of game? I, I, I don't know, I'm probably reading a bit too much into that, um, but... I did, despite his miss, I did quite like the look of O'Brien on on Saturday. He does look like he's got good movement. It's a nice finish against the Villa under-21s. And through pre-season, he's looked 
like a little bit of a different option to what we already had, hasn't he? So again, do, do you yeah. persevere with that as a partnership for a few games as well, as much as anything? He took his goal well on Tuesday as well. Um, cut, cut inside and rifle, rifled one home. So it was, uh, it was encouraging to see. Um, I know in the preseason games I've seen, he's looked, he has looked bright and sharp. Um, you don't always get that from Wyke. Wyke's a different kind of player. Mm. Uh, although they do look, they do look very similar in in like size and stature. But but in in term, you think yeah. Hill, Wyke's Wyke's woken up a bit. But it's, it's not. They really do. It's really strange. Like, like you didn't expect yeah. that, did you? And then like watching the games, yeah. it's like it, yeah, very odd. I yeah. think um, it's quite like it's a good point that it's quite, it could be quite important to persevere with the partnership rather than just like the individuals. Like you look at. Greg and, and O'Brien did seem to link up quite well. Yeah. And that's something that in the past with White and Greg we we haven't really seen. Um for well, I think obviously the way the team had been set up previously hasn't helped that. But um I think I personally would I think persevere with with the partnership. Not persevere is the wrong word, it's not as if they've been crap, but I would keep them in. No, no, but I know what you mean. I would yeah. I would retain the partnership and of it- Greg and O'Brien. If you go with Grigg and O'Brien up front as well, your options off the bench, like obviously you've got Maguire behind them, but then you've got Graham, White, Lyndon Gooch, who, we, Gooch, who, who, who we've not even really yeah, talked yeah. about like, yeah. on, on the pod at all. Like That's three players who, well, you know, would obviously get an hour starting 11, like probably will at, at, at some point. But most teams, they would get in this division, they would get into the starting 11. Mm. And. It gives it just gives you a bit of confidence, not just for this game, but the season ahead, doesn't it? I know yeah, there's a the couple of positions where we're lacking that depth, but attacking wise, we look pretty good. I think now I'm quite we do happy. Just seem to have more depth. Like you look yeah. at the squad, like, it's a mile. It looks a miles better squad than it did last season. Absolutely. And there's not just been options, that like it? many changes really. Like there's been more. Obviously, the keep was gone, um, and we brought in a few, but I think. I don't know. It it just seems it looks a lot stronger and a lot deeper. Yeah, it's, we we are very close. Like the if another midfielder and a left back. Yeah, and I'm, a and, I'm, back and, a midfielder. Yeah. and I'm really happy. Absolutely. It does kind of rely on Greg and you know others like White or Brian like firing and Graham as well, of course. But it does show you like even though I, I predicted we would finish sixth on um, on last week's pod, but. It shows you how close we are to having a really, really strong squad. And again, it's, there's a lot of caveats in it, especially with we need Greg to start firing. We've been saying this for 18 yeah. months now. But if he does, that's... I don't know, I can see why others from the outside are looking at us a little bit more favourably than perhaps some supporters have. Well, uh, yeah, I think it almost looks like a Peterborough squad. Hmm. Like it, it's it seems not top heavy, but very top strong. Like <laughs> I do oddly know what you mean there. Yeah, <laughs> the top ass. <laughs> Great. Um, you know, it, no, it, like, it reminds me a lot of a Steve Bruce team. Um, only as good as your strikers. Lots, yeah, just lots <laughs> of strikers. Buying strikers. But that's not it's not a bad thing when when your strikers haven't done it for you in the past, and they now know that they've they've got a bit of a fight on the hand, and if they don't if they don't come up with the goods, they will they will be. 
will be well, moved redundant. But you know, centre half options are, are strong. Bailey Wright, Jordan Willis, Tom Flanagan, all impressed last season. Obviously, we've brought in Jamadli. 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 I've been. I've got. I've, I've written it down phonetically here as well. Genuinely have. I think that's how you pronounce it. That's how I'm choosing well, to pronounce it. I would. I would use a soft J myself. Well, Phil Smith of the Sunland Echo is um, calling him Arby, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. So I'd, I'd go Jamajli. Jamaj. Oh, it's a bit hard, more of a, a Z. More at the of a so- yeah, yeah, but more of a softer J. Yeah. Softer J. Softer J. Jamajli. I should have asked Frankie, yeah. actually, shouldn't I? He's having announced his name at the minute. Like, that would have, yeah, that would have been perfect, didn't he? Well, he'd give us a stupid answer, actually, which. You know, which yeah. which I would not have blamed him for at all. But you know, you know, there's our depth there at centre half as well. Don't even need Jack Baldwin. Shite, glad he left. Um, <laughs> <laughs> scores against us now. Um, with that in mind, is Jack Baldwin going to have a sad return to the stadium? Like Richard, I'll come to you first. Prediction: What are you saying for the opening league game of the season for us? I think it'll be an incredibly bright three-one win. Ooh, lovely. Matthew? Um, 5 nil. Oh. Whoa, 5-0. 5, yeah. How many for Will Grigg? Uh, I think two for Grigg, uh, one for Scowen, one for Power and one for Danny Graham off the bench. Oh, lovely. I thought you were going to say is... Grigg's going to get all five. Nah, yeah, be, Rory... That would be stupid, Rory. I wouldn't say something like that. Roy was dragged across the coals last week for making a five nil prediction by yeah. Stephen because he's like, "This is this isn't the idiot podcast." Now, like. <laughs> well, this now. is the idiot podcast, and Stephen isn't <laughs> well, here, is he? So, I, well, I liked how you revised it down to four nil. Yeah, well, Stephen was right, unfortunately, wasn't he? <laughs> With a being a nil nil draw, didn't even Couldn't get he... four. Didn't even get four of the penalties. Did I was going to say, no, we did get. <laughs> did we get bit, right? We got four penalties, didn't oh, we? Did we? Oh, we well, didn't get five good. though. We only we only missed yeah. one. Um, but Will Griggs going to put that right, I think, on Saturday. Um, I'm going to say two nil, just two nil at half time, nice and comfortable, oh, and then we just see that. I know, that but that's, say that's something. Say something outrageous. Um, that uh, Luke O'Nine's going to get sent off. Oh, I love that. Violent, I, mean, I wouldn't like that. At violent all. conduct. Great, banned forever. I mean, yeah. three games <laughs> forever. Oh, hopefully not forever, because then it would be no. Conor McLaughlin playing, and we don't want that. Um, yes, we do. about him. Well, I don't know. I'd Love like a, I'd like a bit of pace on the on, on from my full backs to be honest, not a not a glacier. Not a continent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll we'll we will be back though, won't we, Matthew? Reacting yeah. on on the whistle on Saturday, hopefully not from a car park like we had to do it on Saturday. No, just yeah, gone. hopefully from the lovely, lovely pub, which will not be named. Not be naming, but if you're a regular feathers. listener. Yeah, the feathers, maybe the pear tree. <laughs> feathers. Yeah, well, he doesn't clean his pipes out here. <laughs> no, doesn't. Um, regular <laughs> listeners will know the pub that, that will be recording at front of be fair. We'll probably end up saying so on Saturday. Um, but we'll be back to react um, for that. Gareth and Stephen will be back for a little bit more sensible podcasting on Monday and hopefully we'll be talking about three points to start the season. Thanks for listening.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.